This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the episode of the another episode, Twenty Three Personnel Podcast. I'm your host Spencer, joined by Michael. It's been a while since I flubbed that. What's going on, man? Yeah, you've you've had a really good streak. That's really impressive. Uh, I, not a lot going on, you know. Just typical dad talk over here. We're going to talk some weather right off the bat. May or may not be raining right now. We don't know. We forgot what rain sounds like, and <laughs> we we might get some. So you might hear some on the pod. We'll see. But currently. According to weather.com, it's 78 degrees, and the condition is widespread dust. Welcome to the 23 Personnel <laughs> Podcast. I don't know why we didn't just change it. Is it too late to rebrand? Can we be the widespread dust podcast? We can. Just, we'll just it, it'll, it'll update the artwork going back, and the yeah. the, the, the reads will, will, will be, you know. It's say, fine. Hey, welcome to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Like, wait, that they change it like if you went to the very first episode when we were the come and talk it podcast that's right erroneously labeled and hit with a cease and desist yeah a cease and, a des- and desist we almost got lawyers involved but we decided we not did to. we did have a lawyer involved he oh, said that's true. you should probably not <laughs> he was like don't do this you should change. so, so we'll, we'll see maybe widespread dust is available just um uh you know just follow us at widespread dust <laughs> on ColorCast. If you're listening live on ColorCast, welcome. I think I saw some lightning. I saw some lightning out of the, the oh boy. shades over there. Oh, boy. Hey, speaking of uh, Text Tech Podcasts, do you know there's like 12 of them out there? Oh. Hey, there's there's thunder. I don't know if you're going to hear that. Maybe, maybe not. I, and, and 12 may be an exaggeration. I, I, I counted up and I sent the... I don't know if it is. It's close. It's close. Hold on. I, I, I did send a nearly exhaustive list in our, our Twitter chat here. Um, yeah, there's quite a few now. Cause most of it was talking about, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. 11. There's 11. I said 12 out right of a there. joke. Probably while we've been recording a 12th one. The 12th one has formed. Yeah. yeah. The 12th, the 12th man has entered the chat. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, here. That's that, that's there's that's a little raining. tater wagon rolling, rolling up there. Um, we, we don't. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with it raining. It has, it has rained. Gosh, this is this is so exhilarating for people. It has rained barely two inches here since September. It is like it is. Check the calendar. It is two inches. It is May tenth. <laughs> it is May, people. It has been nearly a calendar year. Dry. Um. So. Sorry, this is long, long way back to saying we are one of, if not the longest running Texas Tech podcast out there. I do think so. I think in terms of because longevity. One of them. And under the same name. One of them had, uh, had predated us, but I, don't, I, I think there may have been a break or they, that show may have stopped completely. It may have. And then there's the Guns Up Nation network of shows. Correct. Then there's the 23 personnel network. Oh, yeah, we, we kind of, we're, we're kind of, a, I say network. It's, it's, it's us kind of a pirate ship network. It's yeah, it's, it's us. And we have some friends who also podcast. We have some friends that podcast. <laughs> um, we just have, we know appreciate, yeah, we appreciate you guys that are listening to us right now because you listen to us. You chose us Yeah, right now to listen to it. Like you can listen to other shows. I'm not saying you, we have to no, be your exclusive not. provider of Texas tech podcast content. Everyone has something to offer. Yes, everyone has something to offer. Yes. Now, I don't know what most of it is. because I don't I, have time to listen to 12 I, podcasts. I'll I, just be honest. Yeah, I, it's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a slight, but, you know, I, I just can't. I can't. I used to be able to listen to podcasts at work. I can't anymore. And so once I cut that out and I have a seven-minute commute, my podcast time is very limited. 
And of course, our podcasts uh, are eclipsing hour and a half. Notoriously long. short. Yeah. Yeah. Just really, Anyways. really short podcasts. Always at 23 personnel slash widespread dust. Really, all that to say, we appreciate your guys' support through the years. This is year number five for us. Oh my gosh. Yep. We've done four years. This is the start. We're four months into year five. 276 episodes strong. Assuming our count is correct, it would be higher than sure. that if it's wrong. Sure. More episodes <laughs> than that. Um, going back, like I said, back to the days when we were the Come and Talk It podcast. Yeah. Even considering that, I, I still think we were the long because that, that, that cease and desist letter came within like two or three weeks. Yeah, it wasn't very long was that fast. we that the rebrand happened. You probably didn't even they notice. They came after us fast. Yeah, they did. Anyways, you can follow us on Twitter at 23Personnel and maybe at Widespread Dust. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me, Spencer, at Punts Suck and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. You can also follow us over on Colorcast, which is where we broadcast these shows live Tuesday nights at 9. Colorcast, as you know, is the live audio only sports talk platform for you to download and to use. Talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, live podcasts, and reacting to breaking news. Weather reports. <laughs> Weather reports from Lubbock, Texas on Tuesday, May 10th at 9 26 p.m. All you need to do is download the Colorcast app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link to Twitter. Follow us at 23 Personnel. We'll be going live Tuesday nights at 9. Come with your spiciest takes. All right, Michael. We have we have some baseball to talk. I'm going to update from... I mean, we, we were watching the game as, as we were recording last week, so it's been a full week since there's been a game. There'll be another few days before there's another game. But let's talk some Texas Tech baseball. Yes, let's. Desloni picks it up on a bounce. He's racing for second throw. Out in second. Young lifts it to right field, looking for a second home run, and he's got it into his own bullpen. Perhaps and some time because all the tools are there. Wow, this one launched deep left off the bat of Warren and into the bleachers. There he goes. And the pitch is driven from deep to right. Cursed that to the wall. Off the top of the fence. Here comes the big foul. Cameron Warren's going to murder home from first. From the third is late. And the Red Raiders have reclaimed the lead. Popped up. Trevor Boone. Almost missed the intro or the uh, the coming back. We were looking at radars. We're just too <laughs> too engaged in the weather. Yeah, Texas Tech takes took down the Abilene Christian Wildcats. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, "What's your secret?" Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Good. 16 to 12 last Tuesday evening as we were recording. Should have been 36 to 12. 36 to zero. That would have been good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Currently sitting at 32 and 16. Still 11 and 7 in Big 12 standings are your Red Raiders. The question is, Michael, 
without solving the Sunday problem, can you win with this Sunday problem? I'm going to say no. Because <laughs> we, we've talked about it. We, we've, we've documented it. It's not a pitching problem. It's not a offense problem. It's a team problem. What it, uh, how, all the way around. Yeah, that's how I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> just bumbling over just here. Just at a loss. I mean, I, I did kind of steer into that skit a little bit, but oh, yeah. still, it is astounding the numbers between Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. I think it's unlikely. I think, though, you could slide into Omaha. Baseball analogy. If if you can take care of business in games one and two of your, well, you'd have to play three in the in the, in the regional. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. That third game is going to get you. At some point, it's really going to hurt. And I, I feel like, unless, well, okay, what scenario would it take? for tech to completely drop out of the regional. I mean, would it, well, so you, would they have probably to ha- like, get swept in their last two big 12 series? And then, you know, the, the big 12 tournaments all always kind of a, so you mean like, whatever. what is it? What is it? What does Texas tech have to do to not even make? Oh, sorry. That's my, <laughs> your cat food. <laughs> yeah. What, what does Texas tech have to do to not make a, a regional? Yeah. I think that's what we need to try to focus on and work our way back a little bit. I don't know, because currently, as of today, your RPI is 46, which is not oof good. You know how many teams make the, the tournament? No, I don't. 64. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're a little low for comfort in the RPI. You're definitely probably out but of hosting. You have a... Uh, definitely probably, Yes. Probably out of hosting. Yes. You do have a chance, depending on how you finish the season in Big 12 play, possibly pay, play your way back into that conversation with series on the road this weekend against Oklahoma State Cowboys and the next weekend at home versus the Sooners. Both RPI schools better than you. I think... The, the latest I've seen, and, it, and it's a projection, obviously, was that you were projected as a two seed in the Coral Gables Regional, which you've done before and won as a two seed in no. Coral Gables, which is Miami. Um, the problem is, regardless, <laughs> regardless of like what seed you you are, you need to play three games in a regional. The hell is a gable? Isn't that the the front of the house? Yeah, the part of a wall that encloses the end of a pitched roof. Yeah, there you go. The front triangle in the house. Because aside from Anne, from Wentz, Gables of Green. Yeah, you lost me. Anna Green Gables, I don't know. <laughs> I still never really knew what a gable was. Okay, so Anyways, Coral Gables. Yeah. Is that even, is there such a thing? No. Okay. It, it, it's the name of a city where the University of Miami is Ugh. located. Ugh. Florida. And Keith is probably like screaming at us right now. <laughs> okay. So he, because you need to win three games. Yes. And tech. Well, there's the other, there's the other thing you need to win them probably on the road. Yeah. The, the road home thing hasn't like, it hasn't been as significant or as dramatic as the Friday, Saturday slash Sunday. Lines. Yeah, it's yes. not as much of a drop off. I, I mean, guess there is a there is a drop off home and away. It's like obviously it's worse in the third game. Um, so I take it back. You would need you would need to find some magic in that third day of pitching to make it to a super regional. In the third and, day of hitting, that's what's so bizarre about yeah. all of this. Yeah, and I, I I keep going back to pitching. It's not just a it's not a pitching. I, I just said that too, but but then if you get to a super regional, granted, we, we felt really good about the super regional last year because Texas Tech had not lost a super regional going into last season and then got swept in very uncomfortable weather. Oops, I hit uh, the thing again. Stanford, but like if you can if you can get to Stan, 
if you can get to a super regional, you get back to the, you only need two wins. However, if it comes down to needing a third in a super regional, better just go ahead and return your tickets and your hotel rooms in Omaha. Well, they're okay. So they're 20 and three at home, 10 and nine away. So a little bit, you know, they're, they're hovering at 500 on, on away games. Not, not a great look. And, and some of those, of those Niners, you know, two of them are to Grand Canyon. And like what? Of course, Grand Canyon's awesome. We've, we've talked about this already. They're really good. So four of those nine have also been Big 12 games. Yes. True. So there's six. You had two uh, in that opening series and then one against Iowa. Is the Oklahoma, yeah, the Oklahoma game's neutral. Two and four at neutral games. Yee. Well, I guess, so then the, the two games in Arlington would have been a neutral series. Yep. Anyways. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to soften my stance. I'm probably going to be more aligned with you. Like, unless you can see some market improvement this weekend and next weekend and in a third game scenario in the big 12 tournament, which Texas tech has historically not made it three games into the big 12 tournament. No, I would not be super high on your chances to get out of a regional this year. Yeah. I don't think there's any chance, which is wild because you're, you're, you're a really good team. Yes. But you can't get third in the big 12, but you're, you're in, you're in a spot right now where you can't get a third win in a weekend or in a tight turnaround tournament type series to escape because getting to Omaha and only having two pitchers is a little easier to get around as we've seen Michigan do it a couple of years ago. They only use two starters. Pissed me off. <laughs> Those a-holes do like 800 pitches on that week. But, but yeah, like, uh, Interestingly enough, like the regional may be your biggest test. Yes. Yes. Because if, if you can get, if, if you get to the super regional, then you don't need a third win. You no. need two wins. You may play lights out the first two games and then lose, you have. lose 11 to one. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> like, okay. But is it double elimination or is it just best of three on that? It's the same. No. Oh. Well, then it would be over. You wouldn't need a third game. Right, that's what I'm saying. In the Super Regional, like if you just get those first two wins, it's over. I'm figuring this out. It's a three-game series. Yeah. That's a three-double elimination, either way. Gosh, I'm so I'm Anyways, so good with baseball. Big 12 standings. You mentioned it. Texas Tech is third somehow, some way. Yes. Oklahoma State is in first, 13-5. and five. Got a chance to, to chip into that lead. TCU second at 13-8. and eight. They have only one series remaining, whereas Oklahoma state has Texas tech and then Baylor Texas tech 11 and seven Oklahoma state and Oklahoma remaining. And then Oklahoma right there with you mm-hmm. in third slash fourth also at 11 and seven with West Virginia and then Texas tech remaining. So tech really has a chance to I mean that they're going to play the first place team and the team they're currently tied with. So they can really make up some ground here. And I think if theoretically they, you could still possibly win the regular season conference title. Yeah. And I would say if you get up to, you also could slide down to fifth. Sure. Or sixth. Yes. <laughs> I, I think if you get up to, if there's a way to get to second, which I, I, I can't do that much math on the fly, but I think there is a way to get to second place. Uh, you're, you're two games out of second. Right. So you'd have to make up on uh, TCU might sweep Kansas. So that would be kind of tough. But I think if you get to second, would that guarantee you a spot for a regional for hosting a regional? Or do you think they would, that would vault your RPI up enough? I don't this know. is just where I'm lost. You, but, you just need to, you need to worry about Oklahoma state. Yes, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Uh, before we get into that preview though, up down the rankings as of today, the tenth D one baseball has you holding strong at ninth, which is wild. Again, to go back and say you're forty sixth in RPI, which is the big number in terms of what we're looking at hosting. Whereas one of the main major ranking services has you on the bubble of being 
a super regional host. Mm -hmm. Whereas the RPI rankings has you on the bubble of not making a regional. (laughs) Yeah. It's wild how how these, these things vary so wildly. Uh, Baseball America has you 15th moved up a couple spots from 17th. Perfect game has kept you at 15th national collegiate baseball writers association has you at sixth up from ninth collegiate baseball making a reappearance in their rankings for the first time in a month at number 30. Uh, And and how many do they rank Spencer? 30. Yay. The Massey ratings dropped you a couple spots from 26th to 28th. RPI did move up from 51st to 46th. I'm not sure how. Because you didn't get that kind of a bump from beating Abilene Christian, I can tell you that. Well, I don't know what said. They said Wildcat bump, and then coaches poll dropped you from twelfth to to thirteenth. Yeah, so the coaches poll and D one baseball, and really, I guess perfect game. They've they've probably been some of the most consistent as far as just rankings go. Yeah, not, and, and not including at, the you know like ratings like Massey ratings and stuff and RPI. Those have been pretty consistent the last few weeks too. But and, and if you were to use those rankings and ratings as a regional slash super regional projection, that's a two seed in the regional. And if you were to get through that, a super regional type team, if you look at top 16. Yeah. Cause the, the super regional is the final 16 teams, sweet 16, if you will. Omaha's elite eight. And who knows? This team might make some noise in the Big 12 tournament. Not that it'll matter to much of this, but... Play that that tournament in Arlington this year. Yeah. Could be something. Upcoming schedule we talked about already, Oklahoma State. You're making your first trip out to Obrate Stadium. The only stadium you will hear me... In the Big 12. The only Big 12 stadium that you will hear me talk positively about. I thought K-State had a nice one. No. (laughs) Okay. Um... The new stadium they built at Oklahoma State, if you haven't seen it, is impressive. Now, I learned something in today's podcast prep. As good as it looks, like it looks like a legit minor league stadium, like a really hot place to play. A permanent attendance capacity of only 3,500. Dan Law Field holds 4,200-ish. Abilene Christian had Had more more than than that. Crutcher Scott or... Yeah, and, which is it's wild because like you look Semper at the Fidelis or whoever, whoever the guy was named after. You, you look at their stadium, like man, that's a really good looking stadium. A lot of it is is like the 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 bleachers or the the general admission type seating outside is capped because of all the suites taken up around it. Ah, um, like their their outdoor seating. The sections, especially you know between first base, home and third base, actually fairly limited, like maybe ten rows deep in these sections, if not fewer than that. And then they and then they do have some outfield seating. It's what do you? I guess because you can just sell the seats for higher and just make more money. But well, they they have, they have a ton of suites too. Outside of that. Uh, wouldn't you want more people and more noise and more of a home field advantage? I mean, if you're going to build this new state of the art facility, it seems like it's not the same as building a smaller basketball arena, Texas. <laughs> Cause I mean, it, I get that because of how noise works and how acoustics work, you know, if, if, because one of the loudest NFL stadiums in Seattle holds like what? 60,000 people. Yeah. Yeah, like so it, it, has, it has sometimes less to do with number of people in the stadium than the design of it. Yeah, and I don't know how much they hold at Kansas City, and but that's uh, that's another large. one. But I'm I'm just thinking that there's there's definitely an advantage to having a smaller arena for basketball, just because you cram more people or you know per square foot, and you're going to get a louder, more raucous. <laughs> Uh, home home court advantage, but I'm not quite sure I understand the same thing with baseball because the acoustics are just so everywhere. Well, because it's just a big open field. It's just a big open field, and people they just build the they build the oh well we're going to build some down the third baseline here, but not at the other one. Yeah. We're going to have some seats in left field. We don't know why because we have some spots. We're we're not going to have seats in right field though, or we're going to have. The, I mean, it's just every baseball stadium. Just yeah, we're going to make it this far to hit a home run. I don't know. 
Let's okay. just wing it. <laughs> Let's just see. So a couple things. I want to go back. There's Arrowhead's a parking lot back there. Arrowhead holds 76,000. Woo. Okay. That's okay. a lot of people. And then uh, the, way, the way that you were describing that actually reminded me how I can paint the visual picture of what that is, this permanent seating in Obrate. Okay. Imagine Dan Law Field. Rip Griffin Park. You know how there's the, the the field level, not field level, but that first section of seating that you see from the broadcast. Yes. Then there's a break, and then Texas Tech has an, a, a larger top section. Yes. Imagine there not being that top section, but just a wall of suites there. That is the seating around Obrate. It's like, I can't zoom in on this photo, but it is... One, two, three. If, if the, okay, hold on. <laughs> We're analyzing this seven. too much. They have seven rows. That, I mean, and this is in their permanent seating. They have an expanded number of 8,000. And I'm sure if they're hosting a super regional and, and that, that doesn't require some kind of it's just construction that you would have, you know. All these imagery, it, it just looks like, oh gosh, there's... You know, they could probably fit 5,000 people in there. Wow. 3,500. That's bizarre. Anyways, I'm actually looking forward to this. Sure, to yeah. See I mean, it's still a great looking ballpark. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Um, besides the capacity, the nicest facility in the Big 12. Um, Oklahoma State's 34 and 13 on the year, 13 and 5 in the Big 12. They did play a midweek series, no, a weekend series last weekend. They swept Southeast Missouri State. Go Ozarks. Just kidding. That's not what they are. But have you watched the, the latest season? No. Yeah, me neither. I, I heard it was actually kind of rather disappointing. You know what I you know what I thought about doing? I'm sorry, we're talking Ozark. Real really quickly. I watched uh, episode one of part one of season six or whatever this is. And I was <laughs> it's just like four, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I, I just, I, I watched that one. I thought, okay, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll finish part one. And I never did. And then part two came out. And now I'm just kind of like, I may just read spoilers. Is that, that weird to that, do that? Does this pick up right where the last season left off where? Yes. The three of them go to see their, their big boss and the big boss kills that lawyer lady. I mean, we're talking. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're talking like within minutes after that is how this season picks back up. Yeah. There's some weird flash forward thing before. I hate that. Yeah. And, and I don't know what it pays off to yet. Uh, I just, this show's just kind of, I'm just kind of done with it. Now, but I've come this far. I feel like I should just, if anyone knows DM me at Michael <laughs> underscore LBK, just, just tell me what happened or, or send me a, a good article that has a cliff's note version of how this last season went. Okay. All right. So, Oklahoma State took down the Ozarks after they swept Texas yeah. in Austin the weekend before, which we mentioned last week. They are, in terms of ratings, rankings, number three in the Ooh. country. Going to be a tough test. They are pretty salty. They are playing Dallas Baptist, currently up seven to six in the ninth. Mm. Two outs. Very good little baseball game. Top of the ninth, Oklahoma State is batting, so they're trying to build on that lead, give that a little bit more insurance runs before Dallas Baptist comes back up to bat in the bottom of the ninth. Um, And then, like we said earlier, your final series will be the following weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday against Oklahoma. This weekend, at least in terms of series, not series, season numbers and stats, uh, what I can tell Oklahoma State is not the offensive powerhouse it has been. They've been more defensive and pitching-minded. Um, it, it is difficult to compare offensive stats because really it's Texas Tech and Texas and then everybody else. And really it's Texas, Texas Tech, and then everybody else in terms of offense. Um, their average, their team average, uh, 284 to your 300. Slugging percentage, you have Texas Tech hits 511 to their 468. On base percentage, you do quite a bit better about getting on base 413 to 386. You hit nine more home runs on the year, which is not a significant number, but it is something. You've scored 
a hundred more runs on the year than they have, which is significant. They've struck out about 20 more times than you have, and they've stolen 17 more bases. Defensively, though, their pitching staff is good for a 417 ERA to your 521. Opponents are batting just 231 against Oklahoma pitching to your 257. They've walked 172 batters to your 180, given up basically the same number of home runs, 48 to, to your 49. Um, they've allowed 50 plus fewer runs on the year. Yeah. But you've scored 100 more runs. This is, and, and Tech's only won two more games. They've struck out, or no, wait, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. Uh, Tech has lost two more games. Yeah, they've struck out in terms of their pitching staff has struck out 50 more batters than you have. And fielding percentage, they actually do have a, a good little uh, advantage, 982 to your 977. So defense and pitching is where Oklahoma State is really good this year. Defense wins championships, oh, man, right? You beat me to it, man. Right. I was just like waiting. I was waiting to... Uh, because offense doesn't travel or something. Y'all so ever heard that? Something. Y'all ever heard the defense wins championships? We're going to win a championship at Texas Tech. No one ever says No one ever says that. I've never heard that before. And then, uh, yeah, uh, offensively, you know, it's one of those things like your offense against their defense. Um, and then if you can figure out game three. Um, I, I'm i not saying you're going to win the series because... Yeah. Uh, that's a tough, that's as, a tough ask. As good as your Friday, Saturday teams performances have been if you get a a season um what what would you call that the expected outcome based on your season statistics so far on friday saturday i like your chances to win those games i mean the one thing on your side is oklahoma state also lost a series to tcu did they get swept no (laughs) they won their first game 13 to 2 so no they did not Anyway, so your work building, trying to cut up into out of third place of Big 12 starts this weekend against Oklahoma State, the Pokes in Stillwater at the new Obrate Stadium Friday night. Are you all ready for an ad read? Here we go. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. Talk to me other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. It's also a good place to get some feedback on tri-tip seasoning, like we did a couple weeks ago. Someone chimed in while they were listening about my choice to use Montreal steak seasoning, and maybe I shouldn't have mentioned a brand name in an ad read, but this is, this is how I roll. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Follow us at 23Personnel to be notified when our group goes live. We will be going live on ColorCast Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Texas time. Come with your spiciest takes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery 
starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Michael. Yes. I have a question mark. This next section of the notes document. We're just gonna we're gonna talk through it. Okay, let's do it. Odds and ends, football, basketball. Got anything? I yeah, same. I, I think because uh, we're, we're really Joey McGuire got inducted to the Texas high school college high school. Sorry, Texas high school football Hall of Fame. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, uh, what else did I see that was semi interesting? Oh, they were recruiting somewhere in Austin on like a Thursday night. <laughs> Like they were, they're just everywhere. Um, you know, the Gauchos had a good, good post going off big, big game boomer who, um, you know, I, I think just all he excels in is Excel, uh, and just making rankings up. But anyway, they, they were able to take his rating of Joey McGuire as one of the nicest coaches and have people come up with all these incredulous, nice things that Joy McGuire did for them, as in, you know, like deliver babies, change flat tires, uh, put their kids through college. All of these things. Big Incredible Phil. things. Big Phil. The oh, he had one of the best ones. Yeah, you sent, tramps. you sent us that one. Yeah. Okay. I had a good one. Yeah. He was the bell ringer during the Texas Tech Texas game in 08. Yep. Um, McGuire actually told him, according to Big Phil. Like you need to ring that bell. You need to stick that tongue out. Let's go. <laughs> I, I did see something, see something really interesting. It was a one of those where you call upon the internet to find somebody. Oh, and they were looking for two individuals. One, the saddle tramp bell ringer that first got on camera doing some really interesting mind oh, behavior. Ki- the kind of long haired guy. Yes. Okay. That they found him not on Twitter, but one of the one of a Twitter like users. at his place of employment, probably. Well, okay. <laughs> well, the guy said, "Hey, that's actually like a, my freshman year roommate, oh, okay. and they were still friends." Since like they texted him, he didn't post a screenshot of their text conversation. The other guy they were looking for was the sad redditor from the Oklahoma State football game, sixty-six to six. The head down, guns up. Yeah, yeah. They're looking for him. I don't really? know if they found him yet. I wonder if they're looking. Does Does anyone ever look for the redheaded guy dancing in the stands? The dancing ginger. Is that Is that his name? Is that his official name? That's what we called him. No, oh, okay. He was there when I was a student. That was like, great. He was more. He was a couple years younger than I was, but he was a calm student. He was too. mass calm. He was a lemons lemonade kind of guy. Is that a, the very specific reference? Like you? No, no. Like, like life. It. He He was obviously handed lemons. Oh. And the dude was just like, I'm going to dance. This is fine. This is, this is how we He's, get down. He was just handed horrible, horrible defense and lackluster offense and decided to just dance through it. Let me just tell you, if it wasn't for my very first year before I went and uh, had some religious service time, like my, my years as a student at Texas Tech would have, it, it encompassed the worst period of Texas Tech athletics. Yeah. Well, no, I say that some of the worst. Um, I came back as a student. So I, I was there for the 07, 08 year. I was still working before I left in the 08 football season. 
uh, I came back in time for the 2010 season. Which wasn't bad. I don't think. For was, the end of the 2010 season. As a student. I mean, you know, the whole Tuberville thing yeah. was, was kind of... 10, 11, and I graduated in 12. Yeah. It's just been... It's been the start of a rough decade. Yeah. Just right there. So, yeah, back to what you originally said, even though we talked for like five minutes about... We, we have no notes on basketball and football. Um, basketball, well, is there any... We're still, we're still waiting for, for the NBA draft grades to come out. Or not, not, not to come out, but for, for things to kind of settle down with that. Because we're looking at Fardaz Amik, Amak, mm-hmm. um, as he's committed and signed to play for Texas Tech, but is still in the draft protocol, preparation, or whatever you want to call it. And guys that are no longer Red Raiders, but were invited to the G League, I don't, I mean, I guess G, more of like a G League evaluation or workout. I know McCuller was invited and Bryson Williams both were invited. So that's good news. Good luck for Bryson those two. Williams. For the <laughs> shade. What? Throwing throw the shade. No, I, I mean, I guess I, I can wish Kevin McCuller luck and sure. play professionally. If he plays professionally, yeah. Because then I don't have to worry about you know, playing against him, rooting against him. Oh man, college. can you just all the think pieces if he goes to Kansas and and finds a role, which he might. He's a talented player, like a seventh. Or if he's truly the role? yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Sorry. If he's truly their sixth man or something over there, or somehow ends up as a starter. I mean, just imagine the your friend Frischella. God bless him. He's great. He's uh, awesome for the Big Twelve. Insufferable. Oh, but he would. He he loves Kevin McCullough. Oh my gosh! It would just Already. be nonstop. This guy came from. He was on that team that went to the that went to the championship team. Played for Mark Adams, McCullough. Back back in Lubbock. Back to, at Evie May's barbecue. Coming to win a championship. I think I don't know what accent I'm doing, but it's it's awful. Yeah. But yeah, he's. I just all of all of the think pieces on that. Ugh. Just another reason to not go to Kansas, if at all possible. Yeah. All right. So we're we're moving through this. Yeah. Let's uh let's wrap this up with what we learned. All right. Cool. What do we learn, Palmer? I don't know, sir. I don't know either. All right. We got a couple of things. First, I need to remind everybody that today's episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink, it's a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow into Haven, your favorite team. Rising Tide lists all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels, S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. All we ask that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. All right, Michael. I have two things I learned this week. Uh, if, if you're up for going through both. And I also have one more. I, I have a, a little league update. Oh, okay. That I'll slide oh, in here. This is, this will be not, not to let everyone down, but this will be the final little league update. Possibly. <sighs> okay. Well, mine's kind of related too, because my little five-year-old graduated from preschool today. Nice. And I should have consulted with you about this, Spencer, because you've been through this. You've been through a preschool graduation, I'd imagine. A couple years ago. Yeah. I did not know they were going to be almost like a, like a somber affair <laughs> because the teachers are so sweet and so nice. And they, they teared up each time they introduced their kids because they were going to miss them so much. And they made, you know, they were so proud of them, of what all they learned this year. And I was like, well, I, I, came, I came expecting, thinking, oh, this is great. What a celebration. This is going to be fantastic. And, and then I get there and I'm immediately just like fighting back, fighting back the West Texas in my eye because it just, you start hearing the stories and then you see the kids and the kids are being, you know, they're, they're taking this so seriously, which is just so cute on a whole nother level. And then on top of all this, they did a slideshow, Spencer. Oh no. Yes. They did a slideshow and I was trying to look up the song before you came over, but I forgot. I didn't find, I didn't have was enough it time. A, oh my gosh. It, it sure it, sounded like Alison Krauss, but I'm not positive if that's who it was. It wasn't the graduation song by, I feel like the artist had the word orange in her name. I don't know. Hold on. I will find it. I'll play it. 
<laughs> you you People find that. But it was, I mean, it was basically whatever it was, was written like almost in the frame of a graduation that wasn't from high school. Vitamin C. That's where I got. Oh no, it wasn't that. (laughs) It wasn't that one. That that is pretty good though. Something about orange. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, they did the slideshow and they had that, that killer sad, but super relevant and perfectly picked song going. And you know, the teachers were emotional and I was just like, man, it, I learned that those things blindside you. I just was, I was not prepared. I, I will be prepared for the next milestone graduation, whatever that is. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> oh, I did find out though. Oh, yeah. Because that came out right around. No, it stopped. Why it right stop? around my time. Anyways. But uh, I will. I did find out that what was what was cool about this is they as they were introducing all the graduates as they came across they said what they wanted to be when they grew up uh-huh. and somehow mine wants to be a paleontologist which Dude. totally makes sense because so she's Grayson she's all the time she's super into dinosaurs because I asked her I was like does she, I said okay so what does a paleontologist do and she said well they they look for fossils I was like okay and then I said well what are fossils and she said bones and I said, bones of what? He owned you, man. And she said, she bones you. of T-Rex. She yep. didn't specifically say dinosaurs, but T-Rex is her favorite. So I thought, well, all right. Well, maybe she's onto it. How do I get her enrolled in that in Cooper Elementary? Is there like a path? Is there a path from kindergarten to paleontology? They do have a, a really good STEM Kids program. don't change their mind. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We're just going to have this in the background. Okay, so why don't you share your final Little League update with this in the background? I, you just, I need to have everybody enjoy this with us. Is this like a remix or was it always like this? Oh no, this is it. This is it, isn't it? I think. That's not fair. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's the extent of my singing on the program alright speaking of graduations and finality of things we had our final little league game tonight that's enough vitamin C for today thank you speaking of vitamin C athletic greens is oh wait nope sorry that's uh, no free ads no free ads we're done with that go ahead game number 12 is in the books our little braves finished Three and nine. One of those wins, Michael. So no bowl game. Was a forfeit. Oh, no. So we won two games this year. We only played no. 11 games, essentially. Did you, have a, did you have a pitching problem? Or was it hitting? Both. Oh, no. But I wasn't pitching. No, I know. I know. I'm not saying it was you. And then what, what really hurts, frustrating... Going into the season, I had I had plans. I had lined up. I had a, a team. I had some coaches together that I was like, the, we're going to coach together. We're going to put together a really good team. I like how you coach. We all get along, blah, blah, blah. I've told this story many times because I was so frustrated when it all fell apart. I was like, fine, I won't coach. Right. I won't coach. I always yeah. won't do it. What frustrated me is one of the dads from that trio that we were supposed to get together ended up coaching, but it was, it's this weird connection. Okay. So after our little league season last year, we, there were several on that team that went on to a travel organization called West Texas ropes. They accepted enough players into the organization to need a second coach pitch team. Hmm. And they, they had asked me to help or to coach that team. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, ended up being like, actually, I, sorry, can't. Um, so this year it was going to be a combination of a coach from that organization and the three of us. But what ended up happening was three coaches from that organization and the other dad ended up being together. Anyways, long story short, we played them tonight. 
we got drilled. But there was hope there at one point of the game, right? There, there was a little bit. So, the like, glimmer. We were the visiting thing, so we batted first. Three up, three down. Real, we were real <laughs> fast. Um, which is unfortunate because, like, it had nothing to do with the team we were playing either. Two strikeouts and then a really soft hit line drive or not line drive, uh, ground ball out at first. Give it four runs in the bottom of the first. Not the end of the world because this team, like I said, is really good and. Typically, like, that's hail. That's hail. It's hailing now. It's okay. My Durango's a golf ball anyways. Um, that's really coming down, dude. <laughs> well, it it always sounds really loud at my house. Because there's no attic above me here. I was about to say, there's something over here that's getting hit pretty good. Anyways, um, so bottom of the first, down 4 nothing. Come to the top of the second, we, we get two runs back. 4-2, then we give up three in the bottom of the second, so 7-2. Top of the third, we don't score, 7-2. They don't score. Ugh. I was like, oh, here we go. We're, we're back in this. Top of the fourth, we score two more, 7-4. Like, okay, we're getting this. Yes, that, that, that does not feel insurmountable no. with the crazy things that can happen in, uh, you know, a Little League game. Well, it's not Little League, but you know what I mean. It is Little League. It's Little League. They scored 11 more runs. <laughs> in the game to our zero uh they went 11 a little scoring just a little screen. just a little 11 you know what was so tech did, being, that at, tech did that in abilene didn't they so the game ended up 18 to 4 oh at one oh, you point never it was told me you're seven me, to four okay you told me some about this score i don't think i ever did the math though 18 to 4 and, and you know what's let's get even worse we were all, we only had one out the bottom of the fifth when time expired and the game ended, they and were going to score more. Were you all just thankful? I'm like, okay, good. Well, and here's the let's thing. Get, let's get this game. The, the, let's, the, let's the pitching coach, like, if I was any more prideful about my teams, <laughs> I would have taken offense to this. The first pitch to every batter, the bottom of that inning that they scored seven runs in, threw it 10 feet over their heads. Oh. On purpose, threw the first pitch, unhittable, to slow everything down. He was slowing the game down to get out of the, to, to finish the game. Yeah. But he only did it one pitch, which was fine, whatever. I, it still takes time to get the ball back. And then their hitters were like, crank the next one. It's like, it, don't, it really only helps if like you can get more than two pitches in and a bat. Anyways, um, they had a couple kids on that team from our team last year. One was the seven-year-old that we drafted, and when we drafted him, the entire room of coaches groaned because everybody wanted him. <laughs> then I had three or however many teams come up and offer a trade for him, and I was like, based on how many people want this kid, no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He ate our lunch tonight as an eight-year-old. Struck out the first time out there. was like, whew, dodged a bullet. Came up to bat four more times. We didn't get through our order twice, they were on their fifth rotation through their, their lineup when mm. the game ended. He had... I, I, I don't score the opposite team on my phone anymore because it, it takes too much of my time and effort. I don't really care to do that. I think of his four hits, one double, two triples, and a home run. And, and then the other... Is that that a, what do you call that? Do you, that's not quite a cycle. Uh, it's almost a cycle. So, he, so all he, he missed needed was a, a single. single. <laughs> but the he way could, that he was like launching just... the ball deep into left field, he wasn't going to stop at first. Oh, man. And the other kid we had on our team from last year, he played pitcher for them this year. His name is Chance. It's like singles? I don't hit singles. But Chance is one of those kids like as a seven-year-old last year, it's like if I'm drafting, I'm going after Chance. I, w- I want Chance on my team. And I, I approached his dad about, it's like, hey, like before the whole travel ball team idea came up. I was, was going to be me, Chad, which is this other kid's dad. Mm-hmm. And then Chance's dad. I was like, the three of us, we, we could do some damage. Simpatico. And it didn't come to be. It's fine. Anyways, last game, uh, three and nine. 18 to four. 18 to four tonight. I, I Going into the game was not in a good mood. It's like, this is, I was already in a bad mood. And I, I tried to just like accept like this is not going to be a pretty game. It, I think it was the most lopsided game we had all season, even against 
the number one team in our division, which I think we I think we held them eleven to seven or something. It was a lot closer. Yeah, I think you're right. Based off just the conversations we've had, that definitely sounds like the um, the worst one. And it, it got away from us in that, that bottom, that last of the fifth, bottom of the fifth inning, which technically didn't need to happen. So like the game could have ended eleven to seven. Um, anyways, the the head coach tonight texting between me and the other other coaches said, hey, we'll, we'll get back together here in a, little, in a couple of days to talk about our all-star nominations. And I laughed. <laughs> and I felt bad. <laughs> but then I didn't. Just, I want to read these to you. These are Little League Baseball stats, right? This is the definition of meaningless and stupid. But I track it in case we were a lot better to make a case for all-star nominations because this is how I, I made a case for four of my kids from last year to make teams. Mm-hmm. And not for nothing, the best team was the head coach's son, right? But that was it. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the all-star nominations, you can you typically nominate three kids from your team. And I, like I said, I was lucky enough to get four on my team last year from my team onto an all-star team because I had stats to back it up. And the two coaches putting together all-star teams like, watched a lot of our games and they, they fought over kids <laughs> anyways. So this kid, uh, head coach's oldest son. So he had a younger son that also played on our team. Batting average was eight thirty three. Oh my really good. Yeah. Because it was little league and this guy didn't really know what he was doing. He played him out of position all year. I would not have played him at third base. He played at third base all year. Should have played a shortstop. Our next best batting average 476. Which is still good, but maybe not for Little League standards. Right. 476, 455, still a drop. A player that I would have said was our like a really good player for us, 381. Which was sixth on the team. You know where Grayson was? Hmm. Seventh at 320. Again, a great batting average if it wasn't coach yeah. pitch. Yeah. Um, last year, let me just last year. How many, what do you, what do you have on your phone? It, it, it's a, it's how a much it's little a, league stats. Do you have in the scoring, palm of your hand? It's a scoring app where I, I keep track of it. Like I said, okay. okay. Now granted this includes tournament play as well. There's 17 yes. games of data for last year, whereas I only have 12 for this year. Our best batter last year hit nine thirty. He was batting a thousand going into the tournament. He had not gotten out wow. the entire season until we got to the tournament. I don't think I realized that you had that kind of an ace last year. Our next best hitter, 786. The kid that ate her lunch tonight that was really good on our team last year, 766. The surprise of the team, that like really unathletic eight-year-old that just somehow found a way to get on base every time, 735. The kid, this team that I wanted to build up with this chance hit 604. Then we had a 566, 350. Grace hit 308. And then uh, a 229, 190, 176, and a zero. But very, very top heavy. We had four hitting 700 or better. Six hitting 550 or better. Whereas this year we had one hitting 550 or better. Our guy, our, our coach did not draft bats and we didn't get good defensively either. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad we're over. Um, yeah. The league season, our Braves done. We may have an all-star player. Maybe. The problem is, and it happened last year too, good kids on bad teams didn't get picked up by the all-stars. Oh, man, that's unfortunate. Because they just kind of assumed like... Oh, well, the team wasn't good. The team was bad. There's nobody on there that was any good. Yeah. yeah. You got some guy batting which is, something. Which is why they like they were implementing like, you can only send three kids from your team, so they wouldn't have like the all-star team being the number one team plus the best player off of... The second the or third second team. The second or third team. Yeah. So they have two all-star teams. Like those coaches, which are the coaches of the first and second place teams, can only take three of their own kids. Someone on the Braves might represent. Yeah. This kid would be the only person I would nominate. And I'd be like, 
look, like if I was making the nomination, I was like, I'm giving you one player because he's absolutely deserves to be on it. Anyways, the league season's done. We suck. <laughs> the team was terrible. At least it's over. At least it's over. Here I was thinking we were going to end this in the, the episode early where we were at like 35 minutes. All right, we're done. Well, you went off on little league, man. I that's just how that, that's how that tends to go. Well, and then, you know, vitamin C and oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right, let's wrap this up. What's the last thing that we learned? The last thing I learned pre-marinated fajitas are foolproof. It's almost cheating. The, the, that pack of pre-marinated chicken or beef that you can get, especially at HEB, HEB has, uh, chicken thighs that are marinated in like some sort of lime and citrus stuff going on. You got me. It's chicken thighs. So, and the, well, they're, they're boneless. It's fine. Yeah. Even better. Oh, oh, oh no. You, you like chicken thighs. Oh yeah. You're in. Okay. I'm all in on chicken Yeah. Thighs. So what, what blew my mind was we decided to do fajitas for mother's day. We've talked about this last week. Good choice. And thank you. And we did beef and chicken and the beef was like 22 bucks for two and a half pounds of pre-marinated skirt steak which is stupid because skirt steak was like it's like the brisket like it's a but it is it's a a, it keeps going up though it's a crap cut that they found a use for and now it's like well now it's really expensive because it's in demand but here like brisket like you couldn't you oh no couldn't get meat sold from that part of the cow now it's like six bucks a pound yeah and so now so you're gonna find that in fajitas but the good news is two and a half pounds of chicken, chicken thighs was less than eight bucks and it's pre-marinated. All you got to do <laughs> is throw it on the grill. Don't burn it. I mean, I, I don't, don't know. Screw it up. Yeah. Just, just don't screw it up because we had, I had so many compliments about the meat and I, and I just thought, guys, anybody could have done this. This was, this was not me. I will take the compliments for sure. And yes, I added some smoky flavor to it, <laughs> but man, the smoker did. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, this was, I just forgot. I hadn't done fajitas in so long that I forgot how foolproof it is and how fun it is to cook. And then you get it's it fast. just right. Yeah. It's pretty fast. And then you, you just slice them all up right there while everybody's there and they're all, everything's still warm. And anyway, it just, it just almost seems like cheating and it probably is. There's probably something like, well, you've got a you've got to buy the skirt steak yourself and then you've got to buy nine pounds of citrus and, and then create your own no. marinade. He's like, nah, man, just, just pay the little, somebody packaged this, came up with this, this uh, marinade. It, it tenderizes stuff. It's just, there's nothing to it. It was wonderful. So we did a, uh, pioneer woman, creamy mustard sauce with chicken. Yes. For mother's day. That's, okay. That, uh, that, Creamy mustard sauce is a favorite recipe of ours. I've almost got it memorized. I've made it so much. Do you do you like brush it on as you're cooking it, or is it an afterwards? Like, like you actually make the sauce. So first, you 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 prepare the chicken however you want to. We we like to do it just in cubes once it cooks. Oh, I faster. see. Okay, okay. And I then, was envisioning like quarters or yeah, you so know, leg quarters or something. So you can take like strips or breasts or thighs or legs even like you can use whatever cut you want of chicken cook it you pull it out of the pan you leave the juices and salt whatever quick garlic and then it calls for brandy which we just substitute chicken stock for because it calls for chicken stock later Um, and then a total of two tablespoons of mustard so one yellow one Dijon Ah. and then heavy cream Okay. And then the trick is, because I've, I've, I've always had this sauce break on me, which is just, it'll separate oils and fats. Yeah, let it simmer for a good you, while you, or you, what? You got to cut the heat way down. Okay. Um, this weekend, stuck together. I was like, you oh, this it. is fantastic. You did it. Uh, the only problem was like, okay, so I, I, I put in all this cream and it said, add chicken stock back into this to get your desired consistency. I was like, okay, that's too thick. That's too thick. That feels right. And then you put the chicken back into it. I did that. And then the sauce, for whatever reason, then got really thin. I was like, oh, crap, I put too much chicken stock in. And it was it, would, it didn't end up being that thin. Um, but that was really good. And then we did red lobster rolls 
Oh man, um, those cheddar biscuits or whatever they cheddar bay biscuits. Yeah, and then that, and then we had some side. I don't remember. Yeah, we did full. And by we, I mean, Alice, we we celebrated my wife's Mother's Day on Saturday, so she got to have a full day just to her. And then we had our mothers over on Sunday, and so, uh, you know, it's not like I was enlisting my wife to help me cook <laughs> on for herself on Mother's Day. Sure. So it, it, she did. She sautéed the veggies for that, and she made some queso, and then. So we just had like fajitas and chips and sounds awesome. My mom brought guacamole and she she makes this great uh, black bean corn salad from the Perini's cookbook, which is one of my favorite things she does. And then we had just all the all the fixins, all the trimmings for the fajita, however you wanted to make it. Cholula sauce. We had sour cream. We had shredded cheddar. We had you make a fajita nineteen different ways. And I sent them all home with leftovers. And then I just finished <laughs> the leftovers for lunch today. Fajitas. Awesome. Yeah. I've got to do. And, and chicken fajitas are cheap. Considering. I mean, it was, it was great. Yeah, man. That's it. That's what I learned. All right. That'll do it for us in 23 personal podcast. Almost exactly half sports, half food, <laughs> half non sports. That is who we are at 23 personal podcast for Michael. I'm Spencer. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Be sure to catch the Oklahoma State series this weekend in Oklahoma next week. All right, that'll do it for us. Peace. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.